The reuse and reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. All right, folks, welcome to another episode of Borderlands Sports Report. We are joined today by Hank's high school girls basketball coach, Miguel Padilla. Coach, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Definitely, definitely. So hoops is right around the corner, coach. Let's talk a little girls basketball here in the Borderland. Um, okay. Do an outlook on your team. Um, get your assessment of your district and kind of go from there. Okay. Well, I think that our district is going to be really tough again. This year, we, we uh, last year, we, we were co-district champs with Canotillo. Uh, we split, we, we beat them at home, they beat us at their home. So those, mm-hmm. our district is always tough. You know, we're, we faced a lot of, we're really well coached uh, teams. You know, we're going to face El Dorado, Isleta, Del Valle, everybody's gotten better Bel Air. Um, you know, so it's going to be our, our district is going to be pretty tight. It's going to be um, it's going to come down to what I think it'll come down to whoever comes out healthier during the season. But um, other than that, I mean, everybody, like I said, it's a it's a tough district. Very well coached. A lot of great players in our district. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, and so you, you brought up something there when you talk about district play. I think one of the things that get lost here in basketball in the borderland is everybody looks at the postseason success and because teams from El Paso haven't been able to make those long playoff runs, it kind of negates a lot of the things and a lot of the good that goes on here during the season. Um, how do How do you think that teams here in El Paso overcome that as far as making that next step in the playoff levels? You know, um, you're totally correct. You know, you have the teams like Burgess, Chapin, you know, um, Canotillo, uh, you know, all these top teams that, you know, they, they did really well in El Paso and, you know, they they play an area and, and they lose an area and people over, oversee that. They think that, oh, well, you know, they didn't have a good season or, or anything like that. It's just uh, our region is really tough, really, really tough. Um, if you if you go back and see in our region, just in 5A, you know, Plainview uh, was in in the Sweet 16. You know, uh, Lubbock Cooper, you know, was was uh, up there. I think they were the Final Four, and they're all in our region. You know, we face them in, in area automatically, and I think that uh, a lot of like our success um, in order to overcome those type of things. I think that. Um, we have to have a tougher preseason and, you know, go out of town and, and face a lot of those teams. Um, that's something that we're doing this year. You know, I'm going out and we're going to go play in, in Abilene and in Midland and see the Canyon Randalls. 
to see the Arlington Heights, you know, the DeSotos that will be at those tournaments, you know, and, and that will just give us a great um, measuring point to see where our team is at. Because a lot of times, like you said, we might have great success here in El Paso, and then we go out there and it's, it's totally different. It's a different basketball game once you go out there. A lot of teams here in El Paso, it's run and gun. And, you know, we played Plainview uh, this, this year in, in area. And, you know, they were more, they weren't a run and gun team. They were more of a let's slow it down and a half court try to, uh, half court sets, you know. And, you know, uh, we weren't making shots early. They got up on us and, and it was just hard to overcome those nine points. We were never ever able to overcome them. And I think uh, we have to take a different approach as head coaches or teams here in El Paso when we play those teams. And I think that in order for us to take that different approach, we have to face teams in preseason district um, in those out-of-town tournaments. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that one. Um, let's talk about your team a little bit here. So what are some of the okay. players that college coaches should be on the lookout for? Um, you guys have had a young nucleus for probably the last two years. Those girls are juniors and seniors right. now. Um, what are some of those players that coaches should be looking out for? You know, well, the the name that comes to, to mind all the time when people talk about Hanks, Hanks basketball is Jalen Morrison. Um, you know, just because uh, she can play multiple positions, she can play inside out. You know, she was a uh, newcomer of the year her freshman year. Last year as a sophomore, she was offensive MVP. She she lost to a very close uh, race for overall MVP with Alyssa from Canotillo, who who deserved deserved that MVP award. Um, so you know she's she's on her way. Then I have Kendra Burton and Lawson Hiddle. Both of them were first team All District players. You know both years, both their their juniors and senior years. You know or their sophomores and, and juniors. I'm sorry, their seniors this year. And um, so I I'm bringing those girls back. Um, that are great scores. They were the top three scores in our district. So I mean, it, it, it's it, it's we're gonna have a good nucleus. And then we have Samantha Hernandez, who is a four-year starter. Or, um, so she's gonna be a four-year starter now. And so to bring back four four starters is big. It's huge. You know, it, just the experience alone. They know what to expect. Um, last year was a little bit different for us because. Uh, Obviously, there was a coaching change, coaching and philosophies, coaching style, playing style. You know, um, I'm a I'm a I'm a run and gun type of coach. We we push the ball every opportunity we can, and I think before that they they you know they kind of ran a different set and stuff like that. Which you know, so um, I'm looking forward to this year. I think uh, we're gonna be really really good, um, and I've got a lot of young players that are coming up as well, some sophomores and. And I'm going to have a couple of freshmen that will be on varsity that, that can go. Yeah. Um, Jalen was one of our um, – she made our all-BSR our all first team um, last year as well. And you definitely have got a uh, – it, it's it, – I, I find it funny here in El Paso because a coach can come here – looking for a guard and have their choice of what style of guard size playing ability and they're going to get a really good guard anywhere in this city 
And I always tell the right. players is, how do you distinguish yourself amongst your peers? Because there's a lot of you guys, and they all can play right. the one or the two or the three. And so right. I always looked at how that style, because El, I mean, let's be real, El Paso's guard heavy on the girl side. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that that has tended to lend to some of the issues that happen once they go outside of town because they run into that size. Right. Um, right. So, <clears throat> based off of last year and what you guys went through um, with your first year, um, how do you think that that experience is going to help you all this year in trying to make that push? Oh, it's going to help us tremendously, tremendously. Um, you know, just like I said, a lot of these girls had never been to the postseason before. Um, you know, they had gone a couple of years without, you know, having any kind of kind of uh, success in that in that sense of uh, the, the, the word. But and so by then, you know, being able to go out there and seeing, you know, playing with Plainview and we outscored them in the second half and, and our girls seeing that, hey, wait a minute, we can play with these teams. You know, um, it's just a matter of taking care of the ball and, you know, minimizing our turnovers, you know, little, little, little things that we can adjust as coaches. And but that's going to pay off big time, because, like I said, I'm bringing four starters back that were able to, you know, not play and experience and see what it's about and what it takes to get to the next level. Um, you know, Canotillo uh, did it last year, you know, beating uh, number seven uh, seed uh, in the state. I mean. So El Paso can play. El Paso has great girls basketball here, women's basketball here. Um, And like you say, we are very guard oriented. This is why we all kind of play the similar style, you know, the run and gun, push the ball every opportunity we get, you know. Um, So but like, again, like what I I was commenting earlier, I think it's going to come down to seeing those other schools from out of town early so that you know, you can see and you can have that film on them and you can see how they, you know, how they hurt you, how you, what success you had against them. And then that way you can plan accordingly to- towards them. Um, you know, last year, these girls, like I said, they didn't have any, any, they'd never seen it before. And and all of a sudden, you know, they came out first half, they were a little shell shocked to say, you know, you know, big venue. We actually had fans for once because all year long we played without fans. Then we get to area and it's a packed house because they allowed it in outside of El Paso. So that made a difference, you know, because our girls were, you know, all of a sudden parents are cheering and yelling their name out and, you know, and it, 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 it was it was different for them. And I think this year um, by allowing fans to be here, you know, and, and watch our games and, and having those preseason games, it's going to pay off uh, dividends greatly. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, <clears throat> so let's look at the district play here. So. Last year was your first year coaching at Hanks. This year, going into it, are there some matchups that you're just looking forward to that are they're on your schedule? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I I I, I I'm a true uh, firm believer that you know, uh, in in district wise at least, you know, in order to have a rivalry, you have to you know beat each other. You can't be you know you know and. I think we kind of developed a rivalry with Canotillo. And um, so I'm looking forward to playing Coach Lopez. I've known Coach Lopez 
back when we both were AAU basketball coaches. So we faced our teams, faced each other back and forth. So we have a history, you know, so, and we've, we've had that rivalry and, and, you know, to have it this year and kind of rekindle that, that was, that was, that was nice. I'm looking forward to kind of playing them, you know, another big game that it's not, it's not a district game, but that I'm looking forward to playing is the Eastwood game because these girls had not played Eastwood in quite some time and they're, they're, you know, right across the street, you know, and that's a rivalry that they've had in every sport, not just basketball. So, you know, to play Eastwood and, you know, to have that rivalry back, you know, I think it's good for the community. It's good for the girls, uh, both sides, you know, and, and it's good for basketball, well, Paso basketball, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, it's great to watch it and it's going to be a packed house on, uh, on that, on that Friday or, or Tuesday night when we play them. Yeah. I, uh, I, I look at the schedule sometimes and I just start laughing. I'm like, man, this is going to be a battle between Kenya Teal, Hanks, Burgess, Andrus, Chapin. Like, there's a lot of talent at the 5A level. And right. I think the success that Kenya Teal had last year raises the bar of expectations for this year especially with the yes especially like teams yourself who've got a lot of returning players um and i'm just looking forward to seeing how the coaching staffs and the players embrace and react to those expectations those additional expectations that are going to be out there right so I'm done, Coach. I'm just curious. Is, is there anything that you want to close with here as we close this out? You know what? Um, you know, I, I, I want to thank you for everything you do for for uh, women's basketball, girls' basketball here in El Paso. Because, um, like you said, there's a lot of great basketball going on here. We have a lot of great teams, a lot of great coaches, a lot of great talent. And I think that for us to uh, – you know, these girls to have an opportunity to play at the next level, they need all the help they can get. And I think that you guys are providing a great service. And I want to thank you for that. Um, you know, inviting the players, inviting different coaches, you know, and just, you know, getting, getting El Paso girls out there. And thank you for that. Thank you, sir. Definitely coach much appreciated. And uh, thank you coach for joining us here. Folks has been another episode of Borderland sports report. Thanks for tuning in. Be blessed.